We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. Republicans in Oklahoma are betraying the people who elected them again. Governor Kevin Stitt says he's prepared to sign a bill, Senate Bill 669, which would give illegal immigrants licenses, driver's licenses, here in the state of Oklahoma. Why in the world do we continue to double down on these mistakes? Why in the world are we turning to the left rather than doing what Governor Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida? I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Today's topic is Senate Bill 669. I want you to write that down. Senate Bill 669 here in the state of Oklahoma. Again, if you're listening from outside the state, this this message is very important for you too. Again, I'll say it a thousand times over. If it's happening in Oklahoma, it's going to happen in your backyard too. Oklahoma is the canary in the coal mine. If the canary in Oklahoma is gasping for air because of poisonous, noxious gas in the coal mine, if the canary in Oklahoma is dying, then you can bet your bottom dollar that this stuff is going to happen in your backyard too. Whether you be in Ohio, Kentucky, Arkansas, Kansas, Texas, I don't care where you live. This stuff is happening in your backyard as well as as it is here in the reddest of red states. If our Senate, if our House, if our governor in Oklahoma is turning to the left on immigration, why in the world do you think your state isn't going to do the same thing? So that's today's topic, Senate Bill 669. That's a bill here in the state of Oklahoma. It just passed the Senate, a 7-6 to vote out of the Committee on Aeronautics and Transportation, a 7-6 to vote. This bill made it out of committee. And this bill was passed by an 11-2, 11-2. There are 11 Republicans and only two Democrats on that committee. And in spite of that, 11 Republicans and only two Democrats, it passed, it made it out of committee by a 7-6 to vote, and it will go to the governor's desk because the House is likely to pass it too. And that is Senate Bill 669. And this is a law that will give illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, driver's licenses here in the state of Oklahoma. There are all sorts of problems associated with this. And that's what I want to talk about today. But before we take a break, I want you to write down this phone number. This is how you reach out to Governor Stitt. Be kind. Be polite. Don't be disrespectful, but be be very clear. I'll say that one more time. Be very clear. Be bold. Be clear. And be done. And just say, no, you disagree with this. Illegal immigrants in the state of Oklahoma should not have driver's licenses. That is a move in the wrong direction. We have too many problems right now, too many expenses right now, too many dangers right now with regard to illegal immigration. And I'm going to explain to you today on this show why everything I just said is not unbiblical, it's not unkind, and it's not unloving. In fact, Augustine addressed this, okay? St. Augustine addressed this, and the Bible addresses this too. The Jews, the nation of Israel, had policies with regard to immigration. And no, those policies were not open borders. It wasn't just a free-for-all. It was very clear. 
And don't let anybody on the left convince you that somehow Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were illegal immigrants in Egypt, and therefore we should have open borders as a result of that biblical model. That's bogus. That's garbage. That is, that is a position that doesn't even have solid grounding in the interpretation of the word immigrant as it's used in the Old Testament. And I'll explain to you why. But write down this phone number before I take a break. This phone number for Governor Kevin Stitt in Oklahoma, and I want you to call him, is 405-521-2342. One more time, 405-521-2342. That's Governor Kevin Stitt, 405-521-2342. Call him and say you do not want him to sign SB 669. This is a bill that will give illegal immigrants in the state of Oklahoma driver's licenses, and there are all sorts of problems associated with it. Tell him that property owners and voters, legal voters here in the state of Oklahoma, should be put on a higher plane of consideration than the Chamber of Commerce and the insurance companies, such as Farm Bureau, because that's what's driving this. The, this, is, this is being driven by the State Chamber of Commerce and the insurance lobbying groups, such as Farm Bureau, etc. They want this, but the citizens of Oklahoma do not. And that's, that's a provable fact. We can look at the data. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican listening to me right now, you don't want this. Statistically, I can prove that, and I'll share the data with you after we take a break. Again, Governor Kevin Stitt, 405-521-2342. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So what I'm going to share with you right now comes from an article published by The Blaze. It's written by Daniel Horowitz. It's titled, Why is Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt Pushing Driver's Licenses for Illegal Immigrants, for Illegal Aliens? And um, he starts out, Horowitz starts out by citing the Republican National Committee's platform, the official GOP platform. And I ask this question time and time again. I don't care what it is. Why in the world aren't Republicans being Republican? I mean, if you're going to raise your hand and say, hey, I'm a Republican, I'm a conservative, elect me because I'm different from the other guy who isn't a Republican and isn't a conservative, then shouldn't you be true 
to what the definition of a Republican is, if you're going to continue to violate the Republican National Committee platform, the official creed, if you will, of Republicans, then why do you continue to claim to be a Republican? It sure seems to me that you're essentially lying to people to get elected if you don't hold true to the very creeds that you claimed defined you while you were running for election. If you violate the Republican platform and run in the opposite direction when it comes to education, when it comes to taxation, when it comes to uh, border policy, national security, immigration policy, etc. If you're running the opposite direction and ignoring, if not basically thumbing your nose at the Republican platform, what it means to be a Republican, then why in the world do you continue to claim to be one? All right, this is what the Republican National Committee platform says about illegal immigration. Using state licenses to reward people in the country illegally is an affront to the rule of law and must be halted. I'll say that one more time. This is a direct quote from the RNC platform. Using state licenses to reward people in the country illegally is an affront to the rule of law and must be halted. Okay, that's what a Republican is supposed to believe. Okay, you led us to believe that you believed that when you ran for election. So why are you running the opposite direction right now? Uh, in fact, this is what Horowitz says in his article. One would expect that red states would work assiduously to do the opposite of leaning in the direction of liberal states such as Minnesota, etc. And, and by leaning in the opposite direction, Horowitz says this that he would expect Republican states, red states, to actually make illegal immigration illegal by cutting off all state benefits to illegal immigrants. That would make sense, wouldn't it? But as Horowitz points out in his article, that isn't happening here in Oklahoma. Instead, in Oklahoma, he says, one of the reddest states in the union, Oklahoma is now pushing to allow illegal aliens to obtain driver's licenses with the help of Governor Kevin Stitt. More from Horowitz. Rather than pushing bills to de-incentivize illegal immigration, as Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, Republicans in Oklahoma, with the backing of Governor Kevin Stitt, just passed a bill, Senate Bill, excuse me, Senate Bill 669, SB 669, out of committee, that if signed into law would make illegal aliens eligible for driver's licenses. And as I just told you, the bill passed out of the Committee on Aeronautics and Transportation by a 6-7 to vote, despite the fact that that committee is comprised of 11 Republicans and only two Democrats. Now, why in the world? Why in the world did this happen? You know, if if this were a, a liberal state, you would expect this to happen. But why in the world is it happening in the reddest of red states? What, what, What is surprising here is how this could get so much support from Republicans in a state like Oklahoma. When anybody with eyes to see and ears to hear can see that the American people, America as a culture, America as a country, is suffering from the ill effects of a mass invasion of our, our, of our borders, the, the, the financial consequences, the cultural consequences, the consequences to our safety and our security. Why in the world would Oklahoma be aiding and abetting and rewarding illegal immigration? I mean, here, here's what a Harvard-Harris poll in 2019 said about American attitudes with regard to illegal immigration. 72% of overall vo- voters and 85% of Republicans and 76% of suburban voters oppose granting driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. I'll, I'll give you that data one more time. This is from Harvard. 
A Harvard-Harris poll, 72% of overall voters in the United States, 85% of Republicans, and 76% of suburban voters oppose doing what Kevin Stitt is going to do and what the Senate of Oklahoma just did. And this is a red state, a Republican state. 85% of Republicans disagree with what they're doing, but they're ignoring you. And they're ignoring the GOP platform, the creed of the Republican National Committee. This, I, I want you to hear the numbers one more time. 72% of overall voters, that's Democrats and Republicans alike. 85% of Republicans, 85% and 76% of suburban voters oppose doing this, granting driver's licenses to illegals. But here in Oklahoma, <laughs> where the majority of voters in this very red state, <laughs> we're being ignored. We're being ignored. We're being overpowered by the likes of the Farm Bureau and the insurance lobbyists. They're the ones championing this bill, as well as the State Chamber of Commerce. All right? So what in the world is going on? We know that it's costing us billions of dollars annually to address this problem of illegal immigration. In fact, the Federation for American Immigration Reform Study tells us that the American taxpayers are currently paying about $151 billion annually to, to throw money at illegal immigrants. And in Oklahoma, we have at least 183,000 illegal aliens in the state right now. And that's costing us $783 million annually. So why would we want to reward that, enable it, and make it worse rather than, you know, somehow make illegal immigration illegal and actually enforce our laws rather than ignore them? Actually, actually do what the Republican national platform calls for rather than do the exact opposite. Why are we going in the exact opposite direction? I don't know for sure. I can't read the Senate's mind, and I can't read Governor Stitt's mind. But I do know that Governor Stitt is a Christian, and I, I believe that. And I agree with many of the things that Governor Stitt has done. As I've said many times on this show, thank him when he's right and criticize him when he's wrong. I voted for Governor Stitt twice. I voted for him the last time, and I championed his election over Joy Hoffmeister in spades. She would have been awful. So I'm not claiming that I made a mistake in voting for Governor Stitt. What I am claiming is that he's wrong on this particular issue, and he needs to listen to me, and he needs to listen to you. He has declared himself to be a conservative Republican, and when it comes to issues of life, he has, he's been great. When it comes to issues of uh, Second Amendment, he's been great. When it comes to issues of CRT, critical, critical race theory, and uh, getting it out of our schools— uh, I agree with him. He's done the right thing. But on this particular issue, he's wrong. He's dead wrong. The, the real answer to illegal immigration is for the red states to actually make it illegal again. Make what we claim to be illegal to be actually illegal. No state recognition and no benefits for those who cross our borders illegally. Why in the world would we do differently than this? If you cut that off. If you cut the benefits off, the game is over. And DeSantis knows this in Florida. He's headed the opposite direction of Governor Stitt. The Florida legislature convenes in the near future, and, and DeSantis is proposing increased penalties for human trafficking, smuggling, and document fraud. 
And DeSantis is calling to invalidate all out-of-state IDs for recognition in Florida, just like the sort of driver's license and IDs that Stitt now plans to pursue and actually start issuing here in Oklahoma. So the Florida governor has authorized the Florida National Guard to interdict illegal aliens and smugglers who try to enter Florida. And under DeSantis's leadership, over 11,000 illegal immigrants have been returned to their country of origin just since last August out of the state of Florida. Here's another thing that DeSantis is trying to do in Florida. And he's trying to get other governors across the nation to cooperate with him. He's called for a state-based return to Mexico policy. But unfortunately, he doesn't have too many Republican governors willing to work with him. Other Republican governors, such as Kevin Stitt, are heading in the exact opposite direction. Because I don't know why, but is it possible that they're beholding to the big corporations, such as the Farm Bureau? and the insurance lobbyists, and other lobbyist groups, uh, the State Chamber of Commerce, for example. So here's the point. The next time you hear anybody who claims to be a Republican complaining about illegal immigration as if it's some sort of natural disaster, if not national disaster, just remember that they have the power to deter this invasion. It's within their power to do so. The laws are on the books. All they have to do is enforce the doggone laws that we already have. If they would just enforce the law and empower their local sheriffs to do so, if they would stop providing rewards for breaking the law, and if they would start just enforcing that law, then maybe the problem would decrease rather than increase. You think? You think maybe that would work? Now, in, what, in the time that we've got left in the show, I want to talk about this from a biblical perspective. And I want to go by, I want to start with the Summa Theologica, written by Thomas Aquinas. Now, I think I said earlier in the show, maybe in the introduction, that um, I was going to refer to Augustine. That was a verbal typo, if you will. Forgive me for that. What I meant to say was Thomas Aquinas, not Augustine. The Summa Theologica, a classic work in terms of Christian history, tradition, reason, experience, and scripture. This is, this is one of the greatest thinkers of the last 2,000 years that we're talking about right now. And Aquinas addressed this issue very specifically. And he noted that the Jewish people of the Old Testament did not admit visitors from all nations equally. They treated some people, antagonistic people, with a very different policy and a very different response than they did people from nations that were friendly, in alliance with Israel, for example. They did not grant carte blanche entry to all. Don't let any liberal tell you that. The law prescribed in respect of certain nations that had close relations with the Jews, this is from Aquinas himself in Summa Theologica, the law prescribed in respect of certain nations that had close relations with the Jews that they should be admitted to the fellowship of the people after the third generation. So what were some of those nations? Who were some of those nations, if you will? I, like the Egyptians. They had an alliance with the Egyptians, and therefore the nation of Israel showed greater favor to those people, the citizens of Egypt, than they would to a nation such as the Ammonites or the Moabites that didn't have a good relationship with Israel. So in Summa Theologica, 
Aquinas goes on and says this, citizens of other nations with whom their relations had been hostile were never to be admitted to citizenship. That's a quote. The Amalekites, for example, who were yet more hostile to them, had no fellowship with the kindred within the nation of Israel. And the nation of Israel was to have no fellowship with the Amalekites. They were held as foes in perpetuity, close quote. So it seemed sensible to treat different nations differently. They didn't just have carte blanche open borders. That's bogus. That's garbage. Aquinas was distinguishing among three types of immigrants. He had three types of immigrants that he clearly outlined and distinguished in his book, Summa Theologica. First, there was the foreigners who passed through their land as travelers. Okay, that was one category. They were granted a travel visa, if you will. They were identified as foreigners who were passing through the land as travelers. The second category of immigrants was those who came to dwell in the land as newcomers. Okay, that was a second category. They came to the land to dwell there, to stay there, to live there. They weren't just travelers, tourists, if you will, passing through. And the third category involved those foreigners who wished to be admitted entirely to the nation of Israel and to the nation's fellowship and mode of worship. Did you hear that? The third category was those foreigners who wanted to be admitted, to become citizens, if you will, to become naturalized citizens and be admitted entirely to the fellowship of Israel and its mode of worship. This is a very clear distinction between the three categories of immigrant. One was a traveler, a tourist, if you will, just passing through. The second came to dwell in the land as a newcomer, but not necessarily stay there permanently. This particular category would be akin to those in the United States who have work visas. And in the third case, the third category of foreigners, immigrants, if you will, were, were those who wanted to become naturalized citizens and be admitted permanently, entirely, into the fellowship of Israel and to the mode of worship. In other words, they wanted to become citizens who actually embraced the ideas, the ideology, the worldview of Israel. They weren't going to fight against it. They were going to embrace it. Now, the reason for these three distinctions is, is made very clear by Aquinas himself. He says this, The reason for this was that if foreigners were allowed to meddle with the affairs of a nation as soon as they settled down in the midst, many dangers might occur, since the foreigners not yet having the common good firmly at heart might attempt something hurtful to the people. Did you get that? In other words, Aquinas was teaching that total integration of, of immigrants into the life and language, customs, and culture was necessary for full citizenship, and that no one was to be granted full citizenship with the benefits therein, like driver's licenses, until they immigrated legally, and they understood, and they actually signed off on the values and the worldview of the culture in which they were immigrating to. Now, this is a very critical distinction when we talk about immigration policy. And I talked about this months ago, months ago in an article that I wrote for the Washington Times. I titled it, Suddenly the Left Loves Leviticus. Now, why did I title it that? Well, it's because all of a sudden we're hearing it all over the place. 
the mainstream media, Hollywood, liberal churches, certainly the Democrat Party, and unfortunately now from many Republicans, that the Bible says that we are required to admit the foreigner in our midst. They quote Leviticus 19, 33-34. And this is what it says. When a stranger resides within your land, you shall not do him wrong. The stranger who resides with you shall be to you as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. Close quote. That's Leviticus. Now, I want you to remember that Leviticus is the same book that the left hates because of its uh, legalistic condemnation of those who break the sexual moral codes of the Jews. Uh, Homosexuality, for example, is explicitly prohibited in the book of Leviticus. So it's that book that the left hates, but all of the sudden, when it speaks of immigration, the left loves it. A little duplicitous in my view, but that's a different story for a different time. So anyway, back to the passage out of Leviticus that the left loves, and even some moderate Republicans are now embracing. And I think ignorantly so perhaps even naively so for the Republicans. I think they think that this is a biblical mandate, but they don't understand the language that's being used. Leviticus says, when a stranger resides within your land, you shall not do him wrong. The stranger who resides with you shall be to you as a native among you, and you shall love him as yourself, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. Well, surely that means open borders, right? No. Why? Why do I say that? Well, if you actually understand the language that's being used in the Old Testament, it's very clear. There are three relevant terms used in Hebrew for the word stranger. You hear what I just said? The word stranger is not just stranger in Hebrew. There are three different words that are used for what we in English interpret as stranger. And what are those three words in Hebrew? Ger, Zar, and Nakar. Ger, G-E-R, Zar, Z-A-R, and Nakar, N-E-K-H-E-R. These are three words in Hebrew that are interpreted, translated into English as stranger. Now, some translate it as simply foreigner, okay? Foreigner or stranger into English. But that's misleading, and it's incorrect. Zar and Nakar do refer to foreigners or visitors passing through a foreign land. But ger, G-E-R, refers to foreign residents who live in another land with the permission of the host country. So the law is clear. The Hebrew language is clear. Ger, G-E-R, is a different word, a different definition than czar and nakar. Ger is a foreign resident who lives in the land in your country with the permission of the host country because that particular person wants to be in compliance with the law of that land, the customs of the land. As Aquinas told us, that particular person wants to get involved in the worship, the culture, the religion, the priorities, the highest goods and the definition of what it means to be a citizen of that country. But Hebrew law and Hebrew language did not extend these same privileges to Tsar and Nakar. They didn't get the same benefits. They didn't get the driver's license and the services. So what can you conclude from this? Ger was viewed as a legal 
immigrant. Those people that carried the definition ger, G-E-R, were those who entered the country legally. They were the people who obeyed the laws and were pursuing naturalized citizenship. Does that make sense? So if we're going to talk about immigration law, whether it be in Oklahoma, whether it be in Texas or Florida or the United States in general, don't refer to the Bible unless you're referring to it accurately. The mistake that some very well-meaning Christians, perhaps even Governor Stitt, the mistake that they're making is to apply the biblical laws of Gare, legal immigrants, to illegal aliens in America, even though the illegals do not fit the biblical, legal, and social de- definition of gear. We're, we're mixing categories. We're abusing language. We're committing the same sin that the left commits all the time. The Old Testament law is very clear about the practice of sanctuary. And the purpose of sanctuary was not to avoid the law or one's sentence for violating that law. Okay, that was not the point. Americans offer their cities a sanctuary from federal law, or when they do this within their churches or other policy positions or grant benefits like driver's licenses, are doing so in violation of Old Testament law. They're doing it in violation of the definition of the very words that the Old Testament uses to define what an immigrant really is. The bottom line is this, it makes absolutely no sense to aid and abet, to further enable, further illegal immigration into the state of Oklahoma by giving illegals benefits, state benefits such as driver's licenses that will only perpetuate the problem and compromise our budget as well as our safety and security as Oklahoma citizens. Call Governor Stitt and tell him that. I'm Dr. Everett Piper and this is The Rebellion.